0: Friday, April 21st, Psych Radio will be presenting another sick lineup featuring false figures Cherry, Los Huaycos, and DJ Malapulga. That's right, four amazing performers, one unforgettable night, and the best part, all of this will take place at the knockout. Doors open at 8pm, $12 pre-sale, $14 at the door. For more information and updates about the show, don't forget to follow us on our social media channels with the handle SF. Can't
1: wait
2: to see you there. Push, come to shove once and for all. Moments of pause, answer the call. If it's the last dance, with that said, it's the last. Being a black feedback in yours. No.
0: all right all right all right welcome everybody to psyched radio and i am your host dj naughty by nature and this is low bar radio it is a beautiful wednesday afternoon here in san francisco honestly we've had a really like just rainy gloomy past couple months and i feel like san francisco really needed this heat wave and i can just tell people are thriving and vibing and just like enjoying i guess the bay area right now which is super nice and it's like nice to see nice to be outside so congratulations to mother nature for just doing her thing i guess all right so we got um, put this down quick all right so like i said i am dj naughty by nature and today we have a special guest my friend manny is in the house today how you doing manny hello 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 (laughs) how was your day today uh
3: you know pretty good Take care of some kids. I work as a substitute teacher, so it's
0: not like a weird kid stuff. It's actually legit yeah, you know. No it's my yeah. job. Yeah, you definitely got like a like it's a very like um fulfilling job too. It is. Know? Yeah. Especially I mean, in Oakland, right? It
3: I mean the school district's a fucking mess. So yeah. Yeah. It it's like it just feels
0: good. It feels like I'm doing work that matters. Exactly. There we go. See, that's all that matters. I feel like in life now especially, it's like as long as you do something that's like at least fulfilling for you and for, I guess, the outside person, like, you know, enjoy it. It's while, enough. If, yeah, exactly. It's, it's enough. enough. Exactly. Well, yeah. congratulations. That's awesome, man. Yeah, thanks, huh? All right. Well, today um, we are just gonna vibe you know today it's gonna be it's nice and sunny so we're gonna have some good conversation just kick back relax nothing too stressful listen to some music talk about stuff that we've been listening to um, I'm gonna ask Manny some questions maybe like you know the first concert he went to or a concert that the last one he went to that was really sick but for the time being we are just gonna play a couple songs and then we're gonna get right back into it after a couple minutes so enjoy this is right now, this is L. Michael's Affair. If anyone else has heard of him, um, the amazing group. I think they're from New York, but uh, they just came out with an album with Black Thought from the roots, and it's a phenomenal album. So enjoy this, and we'll get right back into it. Thank you.
2: Charges, regardless, I'm a race now from the margin, but somehow still a living target. Out of socket, out of darkness, out of pocket, out of office. Whoever thought to collect the offering, didn't ever say shit about a coffin. All the tools that we have was hammers. That's exactly what we were brandished. Hold high, waiting for the time we get a placebo instead of answers. I mean. Joy is rebellion, a happy black boys like Just ain't the same kind. Gloves a mass off, time to blast off. Style on the comical side. I drive psychological vibes. Secrets keep this close to your chest. Weakness killed this culture more or less. Your projects is such a snore fest. No paycheck, just extra stage left. My grind is hard to explain. I contain one marvelous brain. I float like a nautilus, man. Damn, I love this glorious game. <laughs> For the hustle and one for the nighttime spread over the city like a comforter. Prime time for the predators who come to hunt for the chunks Come at all the noodles, where resistance is true. Business is usual. To blow out your wig like French poodles. Never end in pursuit of the American dream. When it takes everything, is still a regular thing. Listen.
0: Alright and we are back at Adam Once again this is DJ Naughty by Nature on Low Bar Radio And this is Psyched Radio San Francisco Once again we have a special guest in the house Mr. Manny here We are chilling um, Just vibing today like, We're just going to do a little, little talking A little music um, Yeah and that's it So hopefully you guys uh, enjoy the show. It's like I said, it's a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. So, you know, turn into Psyched Radio. Come out to the shows. We have a bunch of shows coming up this week and this month and this summer. I'm going to be announcing them a little bit later in the show. But for right now, yeah, we're just going to talk and hang out a little bit. So, uh, yeah, Manny, how you doing?
3: I'm doing pretty good, man.
0: All right. So um, here on Psyched, we just or at least on low bar radio we just like talk vibes, you know talk about music uh talk about life so i'll just ask you a simple question who have you been listening to or not even like recently but like say like today like you went to work was there anyone that like you played that you were like kind of in a mood for and you just kind of like lately
3: it's been anything mf doom anything oh, uh, victor go. vaughn
0: oh my god King oh there we go you know like
3: <laughs> any moniker it, it just hits in the morning you know it gets yeah. me going
0: dude that's literally i feel like mf doom is such a good like it's such good like hip-hop to listen to like to start your day you know yeah it's very like just wordplay the instrumentals it's like very like oh i'm about to go out there and kill it today like there's something about it too that's like grimy and yeah harsh, absolutely like
3: my my good friend Max always describes it as like not the best listening music, which uh-huh. I disagree with him. But I can get where he's coming from. Where yeah, it's this like you're just being barraged by words. Yeah, you got to listen to a song like a hundred times to really like kind of understand the the weird way that he plays with words and uh-huh. the weird meanings that he pulls from words. Because it's not your regular English. He's uh-huh. like throwing you know Very the abstract. thesaurus at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh Uh-huh. That's such a good point, because I feel like that's why, like, people that are MF Doom fans fans are very, like, strong fans. Because you'd have to listen to the songs multiple, multiple times over and over again to, like, really digest the the music and his, like, wordplay. So it's like, once you listen to a song a hundred times, you're like, oh, I fucking, I get this shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like,
3: for me, initially, I started listening prior around high school. My good friend Danny was, like biggest mf doom fan he oh. just had everything on cd he'd play them every day after school we ride mm-hmm. back home and initially it just wasn't for me i'm just like all right like yeah you cool, said it's like, all right like, yeah i'm like what is this and as time went by and i just listened more and more i'm like okay like there, there's something going-.
0: I'm, good yeah. right. I'm sorry guys we're having a i just pulled out one of the <laughs> the mic cords. you pulled me out man yeah <laughs> My bad. All right, sorry, what were you saying? Um, But I think, like, with, like, did you ever watch, um, like, were you, like, an Adult Swim kid, like, growing up? Yeah, dude. I think,
3: um, so I I talk a lot about this. Adult Swim was, like, my, I'm an immigrant. Uh Uh-huh. And I came to the U.S. when I was about, like, 10-11. Okay. And...
0: Where, Where are you from?
3: I'm from Venezuela. Venezuela, nice. Yeah, and, um... Coming to the U.S., it was really, you know, culture shock, obviously. Mm-hmm. Not used to the things here. Not used to, like, popular culture, you know, references, things like that. Absolutely. And it's the funniest thing, but fucking, like, family guy on Adult Swim, like, <laughs> that was my cultural touchdown Because it has, it's just full of references, like, it's full of... Absolutely, Like, yeah. I think, looking back, it's, like, it's kind of a cringe show, but it, like, did a lot for me as far as like getting me acclimated to American culture. Mm -hmm. And Adult Swim was like such a huge influence on my personal style, like the kind of music I listen to, the aesthetics Uh that I kind of look for. It's like this complete package that is kind of unmatched still. Yeah, absolutely, television.
0: I definitely agree. I feel like every, like, especially, like, uh, being an immigrant, I feel like there's always one show or movie that, like, a lot of immigrants grasp towards, like, say for uh, my grandmother when she was coming here, the way that she would learn English was, like, I Love Lucy Mm. and stuff like that. Like, it's like every immigrant, I feel like, has that one specific show that, like, kind of, like, helps them dive into American culture regardless of, like, how... Extreme or how abstract or some like, you know, so just like weird and funky it is. It's something that like Helps us like kind of digest this weird American culture that we have to get thrown into Moving into another country. Yeah, just kind of assimilate. Yeah, absolutely And I feel like Adult Swim is so like if I was an immigrant um, moving here and I saw Adult Swim, I would be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, but also I would be so intrigued that I'd want to keep watching and right. keep watching until like I just like understood everything I possibly could.
3: I would stay up, you know, past bedtime. Yeah, and
0: that's when Adult Swim got good.
3: Mom would come in, like I, I could hear her come, out, turn off the TV uh-huh, pretend yeah. I was sleeping. <laughs> yeah. She'd leave, I'm like, alright, back on. And I, I would like just close captioning, no volume, so I wouldn't get caught. Oh my and god, there just we speed go. Through it. And you know, it's like the Adult Swim aesthetic, the the comedy, the the sort of humor mm-hmm. of the writing a lot for their copy, is like still so genius. Yeah,
0: absolutely, dude. Like there were so many shows. I mean, like I can't even start from like the Boondocks to. Uh, yeah. Robot Chicken to... Right. Um, Some of the, the anime,
3: like, they like, Big O and shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's
0: <just> like, man. <laughs> Dude, like, and even if I didn't understand it as a kid, I'm like, oh, I know this shit is funny. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think that Adult Swim is such a brilliant, like, channel. Like, even just Cartoon Network as a whole, it, it kind of, like... Let kids, like, find themselves in a weird way. It was, like, for, like, the the more, like, artsy kids, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, like, you had Nickelodeon, Disney Channel's, like, very clean cut. Yeah. Very family friendly. even, it's like, like,
3: Nick and Knight, they ain't got nothing. No, like, they George ain't got nothing. They got nothing. Yeah,
0: Drake and Josh, come <laughs> on. <man. laughs> I love Drake and Josh, don't get me wrong. But, like, nothing yeah. like Courage the Cowardly Dog or, like, yeah. you know, stuff like that. It was just... I feel like it was just like weird and like people that were like kind of weird but like oh my god this is mm. this is exactly what I was looking for yeah and they, they're
3: still kind of doing the
0: absolutely yeah so shout out to MF DOOM honestly MF DOOM and uh an adult swim was definitely like such like a cool like thing for someone to like engage with at a young age you know so did you have like do you have like a favorite MF DOOM like album or song?
3: I really got a soft spot for Oom um Food. because um, that was Because that was my introduction to MF Doom. Uh-huh. I kind of, I think in hindsight, probably something, you know, Doomsday is just so classic. It is, yeah. But Oom um Food is the one that I got on vinyl.
0: It's something, it's, yeah. Kinda... I,
3: I love all the, the 60s Marvel shows, uh-huh. you know, like the Spider-Man, Fantastic Four.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Kind of
3: samples and little, the skits that he throws in there. It's just like a very cerebral... They got like the edible wrapper skin. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, there's a lot of stuff in there, and it's like the theming of food is like so encompassing. Like, I just think it's such a great piece.
0: Absolutely, yeah, that is such a good point. I feel like he's he was so good at just trying to like become and build this like uh, this uh, persona where mm-hmm. it was just like I'm a villain and like mm-hmm. I'm very mysterious. And I think that that even though if even if it didn't attract people back then because he was still underground. Now, I think in the past, like, 10 years, people have really understood, yeah. like, how genius this man was yeah. with building his image and, yeah. like, being this, like, super villain of hip-hop.
3: Down to showing up the sh- Not showing up to shows. You know, uh, yeah, someone no. Else play for him. That, that's <laughs> yeah. actual supervillain stuff.
0: Absolutely. You know? That is such a good point. When he was, so if for anybody that didn't know of MF Dune's, like, past history is that he would show, he would send some, since you didn't know what he looked like, he'd always wear his, like, metal face mask. You didn't really know what he looked like. So, at certain shows, he would send out, like, right? He would, like, send out, yep. like, someone, Someday. like, they just kind of, like, physically look like him. But on, I guess in the face, like, you don't really know what he looked like. So, you just send out, like, a random rapper out there to, like, spit his flows for him. And everyone would be like, whoa, it's MF Doom on stage. And, like, a week later, you'd read, like, a um, a pitchfork article and be like, oh, MF Doom actually was not at this show. And you're like, oh, damn. Like, he got us he again. Got you, dude. Yeah. Yeah playing shows like robberies man absolutely yeah (laughs) honestly now I want to play some like I want to play some doom now because I feel like I I haven't played it on the show yet even though he's like absolutely like one of my favorite rappers but um what is there any like specific like song that you'd want to hear from him dealer's choice yeah dealer's choice okay I'm gonna play um I'm gonna play one song that when I first heard it I was like, this is the coolest fucking song I've ever heard in my entire life. And it was Rhymes Like Dimes. So let's just, let's get into it.
4: Hey, yo, yo, y'all can't stand right here. In his right hand was your man's worst nightmare. Loud enough to burst his right ear drum close range. The game is not only dangerous, but it's most strange. I sell rhymes like dimes. The one who mostly keep cash, but brag about the broker times. Joker rhymes like the issue just having to see me trick. Classical slapstick, rappers need chapstick. A lot of them sound like they're in a talent show, so I give them something to remember like the Alamo, Tally Ho, a hot joker like Spade's game, came back for five years, laying and stayed the same set, electromagnetic field, it blocks all logic, Spock, and she shocks a biological clock, when I hit it, slid it to the sitter, thought I killed a goose, her power use was pure, brittle water, filter juice, keep a pen like a fiend, keep a pipe with him, gentleman who lent a pen to a friend who write with him, never seen this shit again, but he's still my dunny, the only thing that come between us is curling money, I sell rhymes like dimes Don't know who mostly to keep Cash who brag about the broker times. Better rhymes make for better songs. It matters not if you got a lot of what it takes just to get along. Surrender now, suffer so serious setbacks. Got get back, connects, wet back, get stacks. Even if you got to get jet black, head to toe to get the dough. Battle for bottles of mo or dro. This fly flow take practice like Tybo with Billy Blanks. Oh, you're too kind, really thanks. To the gone and lost forever, like oh my darling Clementine. He hold his heart when he telling rhyme. When is his time? I hope his soul go to heaven. He nasty like the old time old number seven. You still taste it when you chase it with the Coca-Cola Making wish they could erase it out the Motorola I told her, no credit for a bag If you want what they got, then go get it, it's all gag Only in America could you find a way to earn a healthy buck And still keep your attitude on self-destruct I sell rhymes like dimes The one who mostly keep cash but tell about the broke times Zoka rhymes like the Is You Just Happy To See Me Trick Classical slapstick, rappers need chapstick a lot of them sound like they ain't a talent show, so I give them something to remember like the Alamo, Tally Ho, high joker like the Spade's game, came back from five years lane, stayed the same, saying, electromagnetic field will block all logic, Spock and G-Shock a biological clock, when I hit it, slid it to the shit. I thought I killed a goose, A power use was pure brittle water filter juice, keep a pen like a fiend, keep a pipe with him, gentleman who lent a pen to a friend, who write with him, never seen the shit again, but he's still my dunny, only thing that come between us is krill and money, sell rhymes like dimes the one who mostly keep cash but tell about the broke times
0: I can't stress that enough that that is literally one of the coolest fucking beats I've ever heard in my entire life. Like, it's I like, I don't even, I have no words to describe Rhymes Like Dimes. Like, it's like from the flow to the production to the little ad lives at the end. The ad-libs just, at the end always dude, good. It's you, like
3: such a feel good, like you can tell how good of a time they're having uh-huh, at, this, at the yeah. recording studio. Like, they're
0: just <laughs> yeah. vibing, man. Yeah, you can tell it's gonna be, a, it's like a good time of studio. It's like one of my favorite songs, like to play at a party because like i feel like a lot of people at least in sf like the parties i've had at my house or like parties that i've been to or functions or whatever they'll play like a lot of like bay area trap or just like shit like that where i'm like dude someone needs to play like yes you don't want to put some like sleeper like j cole on but like there's still some good like lyricist lyrical like musician musicians that can still like hype up a party Mm -hmm. and i feel like doom is one of them especially this song right here you know but also speaking of uh during the break uh manny and i were talking about like the odd future days and like how and manny was saying that he's been listening to like tyler's new like estate sale and i don't know what, what do you think of like his like throwaways like I don't know how their
3: throw is. Like, yeah, literally, like, right? They're bops. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I've just been listening, like, nonstop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I feel like he's, like, for someone as good as Tyler, his throw, it's just anybody that's as good, like, that is a really prolific, just, like, artist, their throwaways are always so good. And I'm like, why are you throwing these away? Why are they, like, your quote-unquote throwaways? Because, like, I could definitely hear these on the album.
3: Yeah, and I think it speaks a lot that they still made it to a release it's mm-hmm. like almost like call me if you get lost is now a complete work this is like yeah. the director's cut like we fit all the stuff that we couldn't that we wanted to be in here and we couldn't uh-huh. get in here so now here it is and it i mean it's it's great like i love the the dj drama had lives mm-hmm. as corny as they are like it just adds like a a different vibe to the album which is like so like Luxurious, like this, like blow trotting mm-hmm. vacation kind of vibe, and then you have Absolutely, DJ, like, yeah. wait, like, we like,
0: yeah. we're really are here. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Tyler's like DJ Khaled, you know. Yeah, like, he's, he's his hype man, and it uh-huh. it
3: it works for me. I think it, it like elevates the work because it. As much as I love Tyler, like just completely, like without any other influence, like having that DJ drama like the the beats and having his ad-libs uh-huh. to it add something to the album that would otherwise like probably be kind of like just a kind of a throwaway mm-hmm. like I, I love uh, you know his previous work but there's something about Call Me If You Get Lost that really kind of resonated vibe. yeah it's it just uh-huh. like yeah, yeah just yeah. that, that kind of like showy even though like for any other rapper I'd be like oh man this guy's an asshole like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> and he, like he does come off like one but you also tell like this is hard earned uh-huh you know?
0: absolutely dude one hundred percent i was I was literally gonna say that yeah that is such a good point to make because he i feel like out of anybody especially like you know we're like the same age so I feel like we kind of grew up maybe on like the odd future sound mm-hmm. and like um and like we were kind of like oh this is this is gonna be we didn't know what was gonna entail with the end of odd future that was
3: kind of like our Brockhampton. Yeah, but bro- you know. exactly.
0: Oh, my God. Such a yeah. good point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Literally, it was like our Brockhampton. And, like, growing up with Odd Future, like, we really didn't know what was going to be entailing in, like, in the end of their whole career. Yeah. And I think that Tyler, out of all of them, as much as he, he you know, in his last song, Sorry Not Sorry, him, like, kind of confessing like hey i'm sorry that i like did this and this to my my group of friends or to odd future but yeah. he was so well deserved of it and like he really pushed so many envelopes when yeah. it came to fashion music culture art furniture just stuff like, like that
3: yeah metamorphosis as an artist mm-hmm. he went from like doing edgy rap and yeah you know uh-huh saying the f-slur and, uh-huh. and you know stuff like that to having this like more introspective like kind of wider view Mm -hmm. a wider lens that i don't know if any of the other you know artists from odd future have achieved i love earl no i I, love earl too
0: but you know the thing what i i was just thinking about this the other day it's like the top three people from odd future you know like frank earl and Tyler, they all are in their own different, like, mm-hmm. realms of, like, music. Absolutely. Like, Tyler is, like, this person that's, like, for, like, the quirky. He has, like, very emotional music. Or, no, sorry. Like, very quirky, edgy, but also fun and uh, charismatic music. Mm-hmm. Where, like, Earl is, like, that underground, dark. Like, he's right. for the lyrics. Like, those those people that are, like, really into, like, lyrics and, like, underground beats and, like, just dark ominous like moody, v- moody yeah, yeah. yeah and then we got frank for like frank's for everybody frank right. like everybody yeah. loves frank ocean because, except like, if you, if ex- you pay <laughs> a bunch of money yeah.
3: to see him live
0: uh-huh yeah speaking <laughs> exactly. about that i like i made a joke last week that i'm like honestly i i like fuck him like yeah i mean you, you <laughs> I was, like, have... this is the rich people's like festival
3: right exactly it's like the people that are going to coachella like they can afford to have a, a uh-huh. bad show yeah and frank to my understanding not that it's any of my business, is going through some stuff. Yeah. So he's, you know, maybe don't headline a big old festival because I think in, like, PR, you know, kind of greater sense, like, people will probably remember this. Uh-huh. It'll be, like, a hot, like, gotcha moment. But he's such a good musician that it'll probably wash over, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I think it's just, and the thing is, if, like, people knew that Frank, he's never really been a huge fan of performing. Mm-hmm. I mean, in his, what? 12 13 years of career he's performed like a handful of times right you know so i'm like if you look at his his history he's never been the biggest fan especially after you know um his younger brother passing away and his last memory at coachella was being there with his brother because his younger brother used to love coachella so they used to go every year
3: oh man i didn't know
0: that yeah so that's like he even said on stage um i was watching on tiktok and like he even said uh I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, oh, I'm not here for you guys. I'm here for my brother. Like, this right. is in honor of my brother. We used to come here every year, and he used to love it, and he used to have asthma, so he couldn't handle the, all the dirt and stuff like that. So he's like, this is all the memories that, like, me and my brother used to have. And I'm like, if you're going to, like, someone that went through such, like a, like, a horrific memory like that and then to come back and perform on the main stage, it's going to be emotionally, like, you know, heavy for you mm-hmm. so i can definitely like understand where mm-hmm. he's coming from in this in this uh situation yeah, he
3: didn't have to perform for anyone but himself absolutely so, and no that's what shows from everything i've seen obviously i wasn't there but but yeah, can't afford a tickets, yeah. But... yeah.
0: <laughs> i'm like honestly you no. Know, like i the thing is i've never really been that intrigued i used to be back like when i was like a freshman in high school mm-hmm. i i think prince was playing um, that year, and I was like, "Oh, I have to go" because I used to love Prince when I was in high yeah. school, and I was like, "Oh, I have to go see Prince." Like, I, I there's this festival called Coachella, and I called my brother up and I was like, "Can you take me?" He was like, "Dude, he's like, I can't even afford Coachella." And then and that, that was back then. That was back. This was 2008. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, That's a whole
3: different beast now.
0: It's a whole different beast. Tickets are like damn near a thousand dollars, plus not even a thousand dollars, but a thousand for your ticket and then you have to get camping mm-hmm. even if, okay if you even if you don't get camping airbnbs are like a thousand a night yeah you I know
3: mean, you know it's a whole industry it is yeah like food is like 60 yeah, you bucks saw. Did you? Did, did you ever see? Did you the, see the that TikTok? Thing, yeah, the yeah. burrito.
0: Burrito gate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was literally burrito gate. Yeah. That was like I saw someone complain. Yeah, it was like
3: highway robbery, but like they know their crowd. It's a bunch absolutely. of rich people. From influencers, like influencers. Mm-hmm. I, that's the whole thing with the festival. It's like it's evolved to this like clout chasing like photo op. Mm-hmm. It's not absolutely. even. It's like barely about yes. the music anymore. Even like the TikToks. It's like oh, like gotcha, Frank. Uh-huh. I got you. You didn't perform cuz you know, your brother died. It's uh, Yeah. like uh-huh. Like but sure and, and like we talk about it, we can discuss it, but for most people it's like they just want to, you know, get their views on mm-hmm. Insta or Twitter or whatever.
0: It's like I guarantee I was like when I saw all that shit happen with Frank, I was like y'all don't know Frank like I do. <laughs> I was like that's me and what Frank you go way back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like me and Frank go way back to high school. Y'all know Nostalgia Ultra? No, you don't because i was like i know i know damn well that you guys were there for all the clout for just like the instagram followers for like the fucking tiktok the views photo the photo op like the all that infamous,
3: shit like oh like it's like check yeah uh-huh. t- tag that coachella it's like <laughs> yeah with your like native american you. like
0: head headdress like yeah, it's like, like you and like a hundred
3: thousand other mm-hmm. influencer cloud chasers and it's like you're not you're not here for the music yeah you're absolutely
0: just, not that's why I was, like, I felt bad. I, w- I would feel bad if it was for, like, say, like, Lollapalooza mm. or, like, Outside Lands or something Frank was supposed to perform. But I was, like, it was Coachella. I was, like, honestly, mm. like, they kind of deserve it. I'm glad they got their Fire Fest. Like, yeah, it's like,
3: become, like, the, the wealthy men's, like, mm-hmm. music festival. It's kind of not for me. No, it's yeah. not.
0: And, like, the, to be honest, like, to be in the desert for three days camping smelling like some, like... Like a can of tuna fish. Like I'm yeah. not trying to do that. And like I saw, and oh my god, I saw like a TikTok, and they were the bathroom lines. They're like, oh, they're like this year the bathroom lines aren't that bad. It only took us two and a half hours to get in. And I was like, are you out of your damn mind? I was not like, not that bad. Yeah, not <laughs> that bad. I was like, dude, there's no way I could be in line for a, a portable bath, a portable like shower for two and a half hours. Yeah, oh. I, I was
3: salty as hell because we were just at uh, JFK and we had to sit. At TSA for, like, an hour and a half. Oh, my God. On Easter. I, I just thought it was, like, ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I guess that's not even that bad. It's not even that bad. I, I felt that, like, the rich people are jealous. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> the thing is, like, I know they didn't feel that bad because they went home to their fucking, like, $5,000 like five 000, like a month apartment or whatever, yeah. like, after. But um, speaking of festivals, you went to This Ain't No Picnic. I did go to Disney No Picnic. It was, when when was the, it was like November of last year, October? I think it was
3: earlier. It was like summer because it was
0: still hot. Okay. What, what do you, what was the experience like there? Like, was it, do you think it, it was a it was blur? A, it was a blur. Okay. It was dusty. Oh, it was dusty. Damn. Was Pasadena. Real, real dusty. Wow. In Pasadena.
3: Surprise, surprise. Uh, my first time seeing LCD Sound System live, which oh my god, was sublime. Yeah, like I cried.
0: Yeah. Oh my, my god, my I would have deemed... little eyes out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember when when Manny and I first met. It was at a Christmas party of our girlfriend's like job, and we like clicked on the LCD Sound System, and I was like, dude, I've never met anyone like I don't meet a lot of people in San Francisco. I feel like all the cool people have moved to Oakland, you know especially like Manny, like I was like, dude, I was like, I knew you'd live in Oakland. I was like, God damn it. I was like, someone cool needs to be in San Francisco. And I I, visit every now and then. (laughs) So I was like, dude, I was like, what was LCD sound system like? And he was, or I'm sorry. I was like, I didn't know you liked LCD sound system. And like, after that, I was like, oh, I knew this guy was going to be fucking liking like good ass music pretty much. Thank you. And essentially, yeah. like, and then you went and saw them. Yeah. And I, st- I don't think I. Oh my god, did I see you after LCD or was it?
3: It was yeah. It was after. It was after it was, LCD. It was, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So how yeah. how was that experience like to see? Because I know that they haven't been on tour prior to that for right. a while, right? And
3: so they they had actually gone to they were playing at the Fox for three days.
0: Oh, they have like a residency there, right, or something like. I'm not sure,
3: but they must like if they're playing. You know, three days in a row, uh-huh. and I almost, in hindsight, I should have gotten those damn tickets. Mm-hmm. Cause
0: I, I feel you, dude. I, I was. It would have been a boat. different
3: experience because they were playing, you know, for stadium size, mm-hmm. you know, big crowd, headlining. I think it was the first day, and it, you know, it surpassed any expectation I might have had. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you have not gone to see lcd live and you have the chance don't don't think about financials
0: no just dude
3: oh, take out God. a loan you know see max out your credit card just go
0: now that you're like you were saying like oh like yeah like they're playing the bigger venues every time i've seen like videos of them performing live it's always been at like madison square garden mm-hmm. or like some big ass like like venue like mm-hmm. the size of like madison square right and I remember they came, they played, I think they did three days at the Fox and then like three days at the Warfield and SF. So I had six chances to see LCD and I still was like, oh no, like I, like it's fine. Now you're punching yourself. I'm literally punching myself every day now because I'm like, I don't understand why I decided not to go to that.
3: I'm sure there's people that went all six days. Yeah. Because they can do the big venues. They can do, you know, a big stadium-sized mm-hmm. thing, and they could also do a small, tiny venue. Like, yeah. when they started doing shows again, uh, my friend Max saw them in a little basement show oh, in New God, York. Oh, my you know. kidding. And James was – James Murphy was just, like, yelling at people over recording it. Oh. He's like, no one record it. Like, I'm yeah. playing for you. <laughs> like, so – And uh, – I just I just think it you know it speaks to their ability as as musicians. It's it's just real good stuff. Like for especially like their sound is so electronic, but it still sounds so analog. Like uh-huh, absolutely. they're not yeah. just sitting there pressing play on something. It's like you can see it's a whole production. Uh-huh. You know, and that's absolutely. that's wonderful. It, it's it again best probably best live show I've ever been to.
0: Oh my god, that's incredible. Yeah, I feel like that's definitely a bucket list like band group like group to see because Let's do it. they did yeah, I know. They went on hiatus for years. And that like one of the uh popular videos that I remember seeing years ago was their last show at Madison Square Garden and I was right? like this looks like the most euphoric experience mm-hmm. I could ever like witness. Like they had balloons falling down from the sky. Right, that,
3: that's how I got into them. Like I got into them past their you know, like they had already stopped making music at that point. Oh my so God, yeah. I got into this, like, and I got into them very intensely. You know, I was going through uh-huh. a lot in my personal life, and there's something about their music that just really resonated with me. And so I was just like, it was like everything in my life was LCD for a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. their music holds a lot of weight for me personally. And the whole time that I really was super into them, mm-hmm. I knew that I was probably never gonna see them perform. Yeah, dude. You yeah. know, like I watched the the Spike Jones like shut up and play the hits, uh-huh. which is a wonderful documentary for anyone who hasn't watched it. If you're into music, if you're into New York music scene, like that is such a wonderful.
0: Piece of art that you need to watch. Yeah, absolutely. His interview was just yeah. It literally. Dog. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah I was a little was dog. Funny guy. Funny guy. That, funny guy. Dude, that I feel like that interview definitely changed my life because it like really showed that you don't, regardless of your age right. or where you're at. That in was your a life, big thing for me. Uh huh.
3: Because I felt like you know I was maybe twenty five. Mm-hmm. By the time I started listening to him, he's talking about not getting started till he was 27.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm
3: just like, okay, like, I, I still have time. Like, yeah. he's out there, he's rocking it. Yeah, and he's an old man. Now yeah. He's like, he's great. He's, he's killing it. And he's yeah. selling
0: out shows. He's selling out six days in a mm-hmm. row and, like, on the West Coast and stuff. It's yeah. like, if he can do it, anybody can do it. You know, regardless of your age or where you're at in your life, he really makes it clear that, like, you know, it. don't worry about that shit, you know? life will always keep going but like you will always be there to be like to do whatever you were supposed to do and i think that him as a musician and as like a someone that comes from new york i feel like it's very hard to when just not even new york but when you live in a city you can really become discouraged mm-hmm. because there's so many um there's so many people like doing their dreams out mm-hmm. here and, and there's like, so many
3: people doing everything doing what it everything feels to you so it, it's so hard to live you know the year that i lived in brooklyn it was just like constantly being surrounded by people who were doing so much and i felt like i never did enough uh-huh. the whole time i lived yeah there. oh my god you know if, if it weren't for covid i'd probably still be out there but it's it can be crushing mm-hmm. you know just to, to see all these people like hustling like you feel so tired, and you're like, "How the hell do you have, the have energy, energy to, yeah, to dude, do three, oh four jobs, and still do your personal projects, mm-hmm. and still like go to parties, and still like meet people and yeah, collaborate?" This, you're like, "How the hell?" Like, you yeah. feel like superhuman. So yeah. it's it's a, you know, New York's a tough place to live in. Really, but.
0: That's such a good point to put because I like it's very it's like especially when you live in a big city, you see all these other people, kind of like doing multiple things at once and I'm like dude I go to the grocery store I come back I need a nap like I don't understand how you have the energy to like do all this but it's like to each his own everyone is different and I think that's what makes it amazing is like you don't have to follow that hustle and bustle person to the next of you like next to you because Mm -hmm. you you're in your own path you know and I think it's kind of hard to like understand that when you live in a bigger metropolitan city but you know I think it's just with time comes like comes courage right and like you know and i think that, that like you being in the city you being think about this way it's like what makes me like feel better is like i'm like i moved from like a smaller town or i just moved from like somewhere that isn't like a big city yeah. it's like if i can live up here and survive and pay rent and you know have groceries have like a life i was like i can do anything mm-hmm. you know and i think that that kind of like pushes me and should push a lot of people like you know you made it out here for a reason. You made it and you live in one of the most expensive areas in the world yeah. in the United States. So it's like you know, I think I think anybody can do it. I think anybody it just it takes time and like that's all kindness, that's all, you know. Kindness exactly. Yeah. Be kind to yourself, you know. It's hard out here. It is, you know. I want to play um if the internet starts working again, I'm trying to play some LCD but in the time being i'm gonna try to figure that out but we're just gonna play a couple jams take a little break and uh we'll get back into it so enjoy
1: Necesito saberlo ahora, no hay excusa.